0: genesis chapter 24 a bride for isaac this is pastor wetla Simankane thanking you for joining us as we go through the word of the lord in the book of genesis genesis chapter 24 verse 2 and abraham said unto his servant the elder of his house that ruled over all that he had. Put, I pray thee, thy hand under my thigh, and I will make thee swear by Jehovah, the God of heaven and the God of the earth, that thou wilt not take a wife for my son of the daughters of the Canaanites among whom I dwell. But thou shalt go unto my country and to my kindred and take a wife for my son Isaac. The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of our Lord shall stand forever. Close your eyes with me as we pray. Our loving Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. Thank you, Lord, that you take us through the seasons of this life, the seasons of laughter and the seasons of tears, the seasons of joy and the seasons of sadness. We thank you for the good moments. We thank you for the celebratory moments. And as we reflect upon this one, we also ask that you'd give us wisdom so that, Lord, we may make wise choices. For this we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen, and amen. My brothers and my sisters, sons and daughters of the living God, I congratulate you for going through this journey so far and what a journey it has been. Life is like a pendulum. It's like a pendulum swing between sadness and joy. It is like a hike with a mountaintop experience and valley low tragedies. Life is like a roller coaster. One day you are up and another you are down. Whether you are up or down, the transition of Genesis 23 and 24 lets us know that weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. The wise man says there is a time for everything. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. Weeping indeed may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. By the way, Genesis 1 presents night and day in that order. In creation order, it was night and it was morning, the first day. Begins with night and darkness, but ends with day and light. So if you're going through a dark night today, if you are going through a chapter 23, know that the morning shall come. It was weeping in chapter 23, but it is laughter in chapter 24. It was mourning in chapter 23, but it is death dancing in chapter 24. Chapter 23 is a funeral, but chapter 24 is a wedding. I invite you to the wedding feast. (laughs) Come, let us celebrate. The whole process is initiated by Abraham. This is an interesting fact because most of us today have weddings that are initiated by the groom or the bride. Uh, Such are the days. So we ourselves as the potential bride and groom are the ones that meet where we meet. We uh, say what we say. And later, having agreed upon what we agreed upon, call the parents to come and be witnesses. Right? (laughs) But here, the process is initiated by Abraham. Abraham. For Abraham, you see, Sarah's death was also a fresh awakening to his own advanced age and to his responsibility to make sure that his son Isaac would marry well and produce heirs. Remember that the promises of God were for his heirs, that the promise of that land was for his offspring. That was how God coined the promise again and again and again. And so God had given him a promise that was not just attached to himself, but attached to his progeny. God had given a solemn promise that belongs not to him alone, but to his descendants. The matter was of such momentous importance that Abraham summoned his chief servant. Of first importance, Abraham demanded that Isaac's wife must not be a Canaanite. He makes him swear. Swear by the Lord, the God of heaven. Mark those words. By the Lord, the God of heaven and the God of the earth that you will not take a wife for my son from the daughters of Canaan, among whom I dwell, but will go to my country and to my kindred and take a wife for my son Isaac. Also important to Abraham here was that he does not go back to Ur. When the servant suggested that, the, that perhaps Isaac could go back to Ur to find a wife, Abraham says, no, 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 see to it that you do not take my son back there. Abraham's first recorded words in Scripture had been expressive of his doubts to God when he said, You have given me no offspring. But here is his last recorded words. They are words that declared unwavering faith in God. And he said, God will send his angel before you and you shall take a wife for my son from there. He is speaking words of faith to his servant. He says to him that God will be with you. He will send his angel before you. And while at the first instance, the first voice we hear when he speaks, the first words he speaks are, I have no offspring. The words of faith he speaks in the end are pertaining God's provision to provide for his son, a wife, and therefore to continue to provide for him great-grandchildren grand, and great-grandchildren. These are Abraham's last recorded words. Abraham's last words pertained to the marriage of his son. They were words of faith in God's leading to give his son a wife. These days, parents have been removed from the process of marriage. Their desires, their faith, their counsel are all secondary at best. In the process, they are simply passengers. We are reminded here that marriage firstly acknowledges parents. Listen to me closely. Two people do not fall from nowhere. (laughs) There is a reason why we speak about family trees. I am not here advocating for arranged marriages, but I am advocating for the fact that we must understand that God deposits wisdom. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, in the Lord. And I pray for those of you that have children, that that have parents rather, that are in the Lord. Seek wisdom from them as you make important decisions in life, including the decision on who you will spend your life with. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother. You do not fall from trees. Parents must be celebrated in the process of forming new unions. The agreements include families of the gentleman as well as for the lady. The trouble today is that too many young people still, listen to the word I used, still, they take for themselves what they have not been given. I rebuke all thievery in Jesus' name. Isaac's family here is involved. Rebekah's family is also involved. And this story is one that we will see. It's a beautiful story of families coming together. Rebekah had a brother whose name was Laban, we are told. Laban ran out toward the man. Now the servant has gone out to do what Abraham has asked for. And there by the spring, by the well, as soon as he saw the ring and the bracelets on his sister's arms and heard the words of Rebekah, his sister, thus the man spoke to me. So Rebekah meets the man and they have a conversation. And then he, she goes and speaks right to Laban and says, thus the man spoke to me. He went to the man and behold, he was standing by the camels at the spring. And he said, Come in, come in, O blessed of the Lord. Why do you stand outside? For I have prepared the house and a place for the camels. So the man came to the house and unharnessed the camels, and gave straw and fodder to the camels. And there was water to wash his feet and the feet of the men who were with him. Then food was set before him to eat. But he said, I will not eat until I have said what I have to say. And he said, speak on. What am I painting for you here? I'm painting for you. In the African culture, we have negotiation processes where uncles are sent, right? This is a similar parallel where he says, you know, I have come for an agenda. Uh, when, when the uncles arrive in Setswana to um, the prospective in-laws, they begin by saying, Retla jana. and then you know that they have come with an agenda. He says, I'm not eating because I have something I have come to say. And they say, speak on. And the servant presents his case in a lengthy speech that provides the information the family of the lady needs. Will our daughter be safe? Where will our daughter be going? Is our daughter going to be in a safe, prosperous environment, protected, and so forth? What shall be of our children's children? Where is our daughter going? The man presents a brilliant picture, and it is effective. Then Laban and Bethuel answered and said, The thing has come from the Lord. We cannot speak to you, bad or good. Behold, Rebekah is before you. Take her and go, and let her be the wife of your mother's, of your master's son, as the Lord has spoken. When Abraham's servant heard their words, he bowed himself to the earth before the Lord, and the servant brought out jewelry of silver and of gold and garments and gave them to Rebekah, and he also gave to her brother and to her mother's costly ornaments." I went to a Zulu <laughs> celebration. It was between tswana and a Zulu uh, young lady, and uh, they came with gifts. They came with gifts that they were giving. Uh, I'm seeing here that um, the servant is, is, is doing a similar thing. He is jewelry of silver and of gold, garments given to Rebecca, given to the brother, given to... Um, there are so many parallels in the Bible with our culture. And he and the man who were with him ate and drank, and they spent the night there in celebration. And they called Rebecca and said to her, will you go with this man? And she said, I will go. She was agreeable. She was happy to do so. And they blessed Rebecca and said to her, That is her family, Rebecca's family, blessing her decision to go. Our sister, may you become thousands of ten thousands, and may your offspring possess the gate of those who hate them verse 59 and 60 this blessing is similar to the blessing that was given to Abraham it is now given by her own family and it aligns with the blessing that is given to Isaac and so we have coherence here we have blessing upon blessing a union of blessings and i pray that if you're married may your marriage be a union of blessings if you're not married i pray indeed that your union may be a union of blessings. Let us close our eyes and pray. Father in heaven, we thank you for this word, and I want to ask that you may rebuke any that has uh, not, dear Lord, honored their parents that is taking a woman. There is so much cohabitation that is taking place. People are not honoring parents. Young men, young women are making decisions, and I pray, dear Father, that you may rebuke any such in Jesus' name today. Give us wisdom. Give us wisdom. And I pray that just like you did with the man servant, may God move ahead. May the decisions we make on our partners for life be decisions that are initiated in heaven, led by heaven, blessed by heaven. May you guide anyone that is looking for a partner today, looking for a wife, looking for a husband, praying for a husband and praying for a wife. I pray that your presence, just as it was, leading this man to the future wife of Isaac, may you also, Lord, be the guide for any future marriages. For this we ask in Jesus' name. Amen.